This Israel report is brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you're based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebueagency.com. The Israel Report for the latest news and insights with Anthony Reich. Anthony Reich, a very good morning to you. It is uh, uh, day 20 of Operation Swords of Iron. How are you doing? Tov. Yeah, um, well, three weeks now into this operation and three weeks have passed um, since the massacre on October the 7th. And um, we are still very much in the midst of things. Um, just so that listeners are aware, there are still bodies that are being identified at this time. People who were massacred on October the 7th, people for whatever reason could not be identified due to the mutilated state of their bodies or due to other difficulties. Bodies that are still being found in different places um, and identified. There are still funerals ongoing um, for people who died, uh, and still some element of um, uncertainty about whether people were in fact kidnapped or whether they might their bodies might still be found elsewhere. Also, um, still lots and lots of searching for potential terrorists who had crossed the border on that day and who may still be roaming around, although I think that that risk has really been reduced um, quite substantially. Day 19 was yesterday, um, barrage, um, of rocket fire from Gaza, again towards uh, the central part of Israel. Their ability to fire rockets at us clearly still intact. Um, there were mm-hmm. some direct hits um, in Rishon Lezion. A house was hit. There were some people who were injured in the process um, of that uh, rocket fire. Um, we also had quite a lot of activity on the northern border yesterday. Um, it's ongoing. Um, there is no sign that that may well reduced down and on the contrary um, if anything it looks like it may well ramp up and um, again attacks against airfields air, airports in Syria in order to try somehow to stem the flow of arms and ammunition coming from Iran to feed Hezbollah, to feed Syria militia to feed Hamas, to feed whoever is um, uh, able to get their hands on the arms and ammunition that's coming from Iran. So still a great deal of activity and of course Israel very, very much mobilized in order to deal with whatever's coming next. The Prime Minister made an address to the nation last night where he confirmed that there will absolutely 100% definitely be a ground incursion in Gaza. No doubt about that. He even went as far as saying that the date was set as to when that will happen, although of course he wouldn't reveal exactly when uh, that will happen, but Clearly, with the date having been set, we understand that it's in the relatively near future. Reports coming out this morning to say that the IDF has actually made incursions into Gaza, including last night, but I'm sure that there were others as well, limited incursions Mm -hmm. into Gaza using artillery, using tanks, in order to go in and to try to, um, I suppose, set the groundwork to try to lay... um, the, the preparations for what will be a much more 
um, uh, substantial ground invasion when eventually um, the word is given. Um, just an interesting piece of information, and there's so many different angles and stories coming out. I don't even really know where to begin and end. There's so many things that I would like to tell the listeners mm. about. But just one of the things <clears throat> that I wanted to mention is that a speaker system has been set up along the Gaza border, on the Israeli side of the border, and the speakers are just mentioning the names of the kidnapped Israelis over and over and over again, very, very loud, being broadcast into Gaza. Maybe, just maybe, one of them may hear their name or the name of somebody else who is kidnapped with them and mm. know that those names wow. are on our hearts and on wow. our lips wow. all the time. Sure, that just is so maybe. powerful. That is so powerful. How far um, uh, geographically is the border from the nearest uh, densely populated area in Gaza? Um, the the proximity from the border to 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 civil civilian population very very small a few kilometers. I mean I don't know what you would call densely populated. The Gaza envelope area is not all that densely populated. It's mm. you, it's more Moshavim and Kibbutzim. No, I'm talking towns. about I'm talking about on the Gaza side. Oh, on the Gaza side of the border, that I'm not sure about um, whether it's probably Gaza City, but again probably. 10 or 20 kilometers, I mean, probably not more than that. It's, it's a relatively small um, area mm. um, in, in general. And so um, those speakers are just very, very powerfully broadcasting and just mentioning the names over and over and over again on a, on a roll so that maybe, maybe, maybe someone will hear it and they will know that they are not forgotten, that work is going on, um, that the, the names are on our lips constantly. Um, and, you know, that's just one of the numerous things. Another story that I wanted to um, perhaps discuss with the mm -hmm. listeners and with you is the story about the Israeli company Wix. This um, company is an Internet building company. Mm -hmm. It's Very a well massive known. company. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it has 5,000 employees spread around the world um, in many, many countries around the world. It claims to have something like 20 million users. Um, so this is a company that has um, some substance to it. And, and, and Wix has undergone a, a little bit of trauma because one of the Wix employees in the Dublin office has come out very strongly critical of Israel and very much supportive of the Palestinian cause. Um, the Dublin office in, uh, of Wix employs 500 people. So it's a relatively substantial operation. And one of these employees came out um, on social media um, saying that she was proud to be Irish and to stand in solidarity with the Palestinian people against the Israeli apartheid. Mm. So this was mm. one of the posts that she made on social media. And then she spoke about the so-called Zionist ideology, which promotes an exclusivist state which denies Palestinian identity. So this was, again, posts that were made by this particular individual. Um, and interestingly, the Wix CEO, Nir Zohar, decided to terminate her employment. And he came out and he made a statement about why he felt that it was appropriate uh, to 
um, terminate her employment. And he said, our team members in Israel have been through so much since the horrible October the 7th Hamas attack. They are in mourning. Some have lost their homes. Others have lost friends and family members. Many have been to multiple funerals in the span of the last two weeks. There is so much pain and personal trauma. In the midst of this, for all the Israelis to be called terrorists by someone they perceive as a teammate and as a colleague is unfathomable, unexplainable, and unacceptable. Those are the words of Nir Zohar, who terminated this lady who had been working for the Wix Dublin office for more than four years. And this has attracted a lot of attention in Ireland. The prime minister making a statement saying that he felt that it was not okay uh, for someone to be dismissed because of their political views. So it's caused quite a storm in Ireland. But um, an interesting position that's been taken by Nir Zohar, who's the, um, the CEO of Wix. And I just wondered what the listeners were thinking about that. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. 34519 or 0618951019. Do you think they could have or should have taken this approach or could have or should have taken another approach? I'd love to hear from you. The, uh, uh, there is still a, a – what I found very, very interesting last night, Anthony, was in Netanyahu's speech, him taking responsibility kind of and saying, well, you know, now isn't the time to focus on that. We'll do it afterwards, uh, but uh, this, is, this is something that has to be done. Was there any sense mm. there uh, whether this was just words or whether – this is actually something quite serious and that we might even see him step down after this war. A great deal of speculation on the street about Netanyahu and what his plans are. Lots of um, uh, criticism, some people saying he's not really managing the war, he's more interested in managing the day after and what his political future will be the day after, Mm -hmm. and that potentially reduces his focus on what he needs to really be focused on right now. Um, I think the view of him saying, there were failures and people will be held responsible, including myself, he said, um, was a way people felt of sort of trying to escape responsibility in a sense because um, he, you know, kind of included himself in a huge group of um, potential people who might be examined about their failures and their responsibilities in this failure. It's the first time that he's really put his hand up and said there was a failure. We have to acknowledge that. There will be questions asked. Um, but there is certainly a, a strong underground um, feeling at the moment which says it's not the right time to ask these questions. It's not the right time to be examining this in a lot of detail. But, um, I, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before, and I call it a political tsunami, which I think is out there waiting to engulf Israel as soon as this war is over and, and the results are, are, are evident. I think that there are going to be many, many questions. I think people are expecting Netanyahu to step down, to resign, to be fired, to no longer hold the position of prime minister through one constellation or another. But many people are looking in at, looking at him as the eternal survivor, as someone who still has a lot of support on the street in spite of what's happened. And there is some concern amongst those people who feel that he needs to go. There is some concern about the possibility that he may well survive in spite of everything that's happened. Um, I find it difficult to see how he really can survive. And, of course, there are a lot of comparisons that have been made to him and Golda Meir and Menachem Begin, um, both of whom actually did resign in the wake of 
um, disasters that hit Israel. Um, and this is probably greater than those disasters that uh, the previous prime ministers resigned over. So uh, there is a lot of speculation, but it's kind of low level at the moment. It's kind of underground. It's not coming out into the open because at the moment we are just very, very engaged um, on the matter to hand, and people are just very much um, focused on that rather than thinking about what may happen the day after. <clears throat> and Howard, with your permission, I'd like to just send you into the weekend mm. with Yachad um, Nenatzeach. Yachad Nenatzeach is the slogan that has been adopted in Israel, and everybody is uniting behind the slogan Yachad Nenatzeach. And I'd like to uh, we see it up on the billboards everywhere, and we see it advertised with flags and, and with blue and white everywhere, and it's Yachad Nenatzeach, and that's our so slogan. And I'd like to invite other people, you as well, the listeners, to also unite behind Yachad Nenatzeach. Yachad means together. It means we had differences. It means we have differences. It means we will have differences. But right now, we are together in spite of all of that. The word nenatzeach comes from the verb lenatzeach. Lenatzeach in this sense means to win. Together we will win. We will win. But nenatzeach also has a different meaning. Um, when you conduct an orchestra, we talk about lenatzeach, to conduct or to, to, to arrange something. So the link between winning and conducting is that you can't win without taking action. You have to be involved. You have to have the baton in your hand. You have to get everybody involved. You have to get conducted. You have to conduct this in order to win. <coughs> Excuse me. And hidden away in Lenatzeach is the word Netzach. Netzach in Hebrew means forever, a long period of time. So in order for us to win forever, we need to conduct. And the most important letter in the whole slogan is the nun, the November-sounding nun at the beginning of Nenatzeach. And that nun is, in Hebrew, the future first-person plural that gets attached to verbs. It means we will, we will, Nenatzeach, we will win. And the we will means not only we Israeli Jews and not only we Israeli Arabs, and not only we Jews around the world, but we, everybody who believes in Israel's right to exist in freedom and in security as a Jewish state in her homeland. That means all of you listening right now. It means everybody beyond you, we. And it means we have to do something in order to make this happen. So I'm encouraging everybody to take some small action, donate, Get involved with your community. Listen to Howard in the morning who gives you information and a lot of uplifting uh, support. Um, do something in your home. Light a candle. Set a table setting for the, uh, the those people who have been abducted. Learn the name of one abducted child so that you have that on your lips. Or all of the abducted children. Write their names on your fridge. Have it somewhere. Do something active in order to come together in the we. Because Yachad Nenatzeach, together we will conduct and we will win. Shabbat Shalom. Absolutely love that, Anthony Rauch. Thank you. That is exactly what we needed. It is Eta to Yachad Nenatzeach. That Israel Report was brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands.
Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you're based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebueagency.com.